okay. But a lot of times where uh, the, 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 the uniform, a lot of times the for some uniforms, for, no, for some of them, the, a lot of the power comes from. Oh, yeah. And the, well, the they're uni- wearing that uniform because uniform, they're not wearing that uniform. It, they don't feel as not all, but some. Yeah. Yeah. And he could have been one of those dudes. Yeah. It, it was one of those. Or forensic, could be what you said. It, it, was, it was one of those forensic files things because yeah. the way they found him guilty was because he said that uh, he was blowing, uh, uh, giving her mouth to mouth and that uh, blood flew out of that hole in her lung. And that's how it got on. He had a white T-shirt. He had taken off his dress shirt and just had his white t-shirt on yeah. and she had gone to the bedroom to change too when he heard a gunshot and ran in there and she's laying on the ground he started giving her mouth to mouth and blood splattered on his yeah. shirt they said no if that had been the case that he would have blood rings from bubbles landing on his shirt and then popping and leaving little rings instead he had solid blood splatter like he had shot her and blood splattered on him that's what the forensics investigation determined. They by the, the doing test and whatever. Yeah, and they so, were blowing blood bubbles. Yeah, it would have. He would have been blowing blood <laughs> that, that, bubbles. That, that, that's what I'm saying, though. She, they well, were like, funny, how, but, I, no, 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 I'm you, saying that to test it, they have to like hmm, blow that, bubbles. That's splattered. Look, splattered. Yeah, but I think blood bubble, bubbles. And it's just somebody blowing bubbles and like Not you like see that you blood see. bubbles, dude. <laughs> I've seen Dexter. Know. I've seen Dexter. Yeah, maybe and they got to do weird stuff to see what it looks like <laughs> to recreate it somehow. And then somebody had to blow blood bubbles. I, someone did have to blow blood bubbles. Blood bubbles. bubbles. Blood bubbles. <laughs> You're blood sure bubbles. right, dude. There was been yeah. some blood bubble blowing, I'm sure. Oh, man. That's the name of the podcast for this one. Blood, blood bubbles. Bubble blowing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's some wolf for ignorance for your ass. <laughs> oh. Wolf for ignorance. A decision in bad faith to avoid becoming informed about something so as to avoid having to make undesirable decisions that such information might prompt. Now your host, George and Cabaza. Test one. Have two. an audience? Yes. The podcast with an audience of one. Like like one of your shows. He's gonna yeah, yeah, exactly, just like one exactly. of your shows, dude. <laughs> okay. No, we've done we've done the podcast at the tiger. We just don't invite anybody. Like we'll put on there doing the podcast at the tiger. <laughs> Like on Facebook, but nobody shows up. We don't expect anybody to show up. You don't expect anyone to show no, up. Like, no, do you tell people, "Hey, we're podcasting"? Not like maybe show up? thirty minutes before. So, like, new comedians don't don't like show up over there and try to like kick think, it and you know get in get the on the podcast or whatever. You know, just try to do something to get on shows or booster. You know, I when I was, I don't think anybody's that ambitious right now. Really? Yeah, it's because when I first started, dude, like I was trying. I took an acting class with. Jesse Borrego. Yeah. Uh, just to fucking uh, know what it's like to feel what I need to do to my stage. But I was get I would get so nervous before I go on stage, you know, and I yeah. still do, I throw up and all that stuff that I go through that I took an acting class thinking may, maybe that'll teach me how to calm down, you know, a little bit more. And then I and then I signed up for a, a comedy class with Gleto. Oh, that's how you got in the competition, right? Uh is that how I got no. I I I thought it was everybody who took that class got on his... At the end of the class, there was a show, which was a competition. And no, the, you... the first one was before he had the class. The first one, because the, the comedy club had just opened up. Yeah. And he so was, was all I nine. Guess, he was the biggest local comedian, so I guess they yeah. let him put on Cleto's comedy contest. Yeah. And that's how I was... And then he... Because he called me up from Roy Lopez, throwing me up at the Enchilada Warehouse. Yeah. And... uh so he called me and said, hey, I heard you're trying to do comedy. I'm, the, the, this comedy club's opening, and we're going to 
have a contest. It has to be clean in seven minutes, and you, it's going to be rounds. You have to go through, and then I went. I won third place, but then. Uh, and you've been doing comedy how long? Since oh, oh nine. I know, but like that was oh nine. So no, where been, are we at now? We're in eighteen. I think I've been doing nine years. Well, I guess from the first time I went on stage, you want to count it that? because the first time I went and did an open mic, I yeah. didn't go back on again for nine months. I just talked about it at the poker game because it was from, a dare. Okay, from when you won the competition, they got but their then, not one, but got their place. From when you were continuously doing it. That, how long? Okay, yeah, three months, four say months. From the, then the second time I did an open mic, and then I did the enchilada warehouse, and then I won the contest. Like that third third time on stage was winning wow. the contest. Was when I so won. So there was nobody on this contest, huh? No. You know, in third place, it was one funny person, yeah. a kind of you funny person, won? and then like <laughs> I know Edward. You you get there, you, Edward. You know who. <laughs> oh, who was? Oh, you know who was pissed off? Anthony Torino was in it. Really? He was pissed off because. Uh, Shout out to Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Uh, um, uh, I'm gonna believe it so I don't get sued. Okay, yeah. To uh, well, Anthony. For no reason. Uh, can I say Anthony Torino? That's his name. Okay, Anthony Torino, uh, aka the big Chucky, Chucky B. Um, he had some nice uh, Iversons on. No, oh, oh, yeah. He, yeah, he has built on, but he had some nice Iversons on at the old mic. I was like, those. Nice. I just kept listening. They still the, sell the, the questions, and they look new. I was. He probably got them off of oh, uh, that's prison style. Amazon or something it's like, like that. Like you'll see people in prison that have been locked up for like fifteen years, yeah, and they got the new Jordans, and you're like, motherfucker, you got the new fucking Jordans. You've been locked up fifteen years, and you can only have the shoes yeah. that you went in with, and then the shoes they sell on commissary, and they don't sell the new Jordans on commissary. Motherfucker. Why would so, you want to wear, wear nice shoes in prison when they like want to rob? Baller, dude. When they want to rob you? Now with some crazy niggas that have been there fucking. Uh, life you ain't gonna go rob him of them you oh, yeah. will kill you that is his that's his corvette that he's walking around yeah. with right there he dude you ain't gonna get those shoes off of his feet unless you're a killer you're ready to kill that dude for those shoes I would figure you'd want some like really comfortable shoes. Like, Dude, Jordans are comfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now nah, there's more Jordan, comfortable. Jordans are coming in prison. New balance are more comfortable than Jordans. You probably get murdered for a pair of New Balance in prison too. Well, now Don't you feel left out, dude. Now, New Balance, now, dude. now you would. Now you yeah, would. Yeah, you could, you could get murdered. For Some those ugly too. Aces. So those are ugly ass shoes, but they're comfortable. Dude, let me tell you. I want to tell you a shoe story. Okay, um, when I just got there to uh, uh, Middleton unit in in uh, Middleton was in Abilene. Yeah. I just got a, my seven year sentence, and within forty five days, I have to ship you. And and like forty five days, they shipped me to Abilene, and yeah. I get to Abilene, and there's this white dude who used to come and talk to me all the time, and he tell you know he had forty five years for murdering his wife, and wow. he was a white dude out of four. Did he work. say he didn't do no, it? No, he said he didn't do it. That it was a suicide. That she shot herself, and the reason he had blood on her was he was trying to give her mouth to mouth, and she had uh, uh, the. Bullet went through her chest. She shot herself in the chest, he said, and blood flew onto her shirt. With a rifle or a handgun? He's, uh, like, no, with a rifle. Was, I think he said it was, like, with the, uh, a rifle. rifle. It was weird. It was that under, sounds stupid. Said, but I don't know. It was something. Just with a rifle. Yeah, but it was something that was under really suspicious because yeah. he got convicted of murder. And, yeah. you know, not, it was, it was not, and she was a lawyer, and Ooh. he said he had his own business in electronics or something like that. And then, um, so he used to always come over and he was an intelligent dude, you know, and I'm a pretty smart dude and I just do stupid things. And I guess, you know, he got, he said he did this murder, but he didn't do this murder, but he was, he got convicted of it, that he, it was, uh, the, his wife's family hired a special prosecutor and they reopened the case and then they found, uh, enough evidence to indict him. And then, so how long was he 
out before he like he murdered and then five years later he's in prison yeah yeah like it had been a while like he had gotten the life insurance they, the the cause of death was deemed i guess unknown and and he's this is what he told me is that he got like hundreds of thousands in life insurance and that he gave money to the family and said i hear I, I didn't do this for the money i don't y'all could take money and that he gave him a bunch of money and that they used that money to go hire a special prosecutor who somehow found evidence that maybe it was him and they reopened the case and that he got found guilty of of murder and now that so he, he lost his money and his freedom and yeah and and his shoes hold on so we're so he's in there so he's got these badass k swiss these brand new, and this dude's a little dude like me he's about my my size a white dude about five two yeah no, 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 five <laughs> three and a half bro so so he uh uh he's got these k swiss and it was k swiss were cool back this was in 90 96 when we hit this unit right yeah so uh, technology's come a long way and tennis shoes have too. So, but the K-Swiss were badass, right? Yeah. Those white ones with the, the regular K-Swiss. So he has some of those and we have the same size. Well, he has this celly that comes in and we were in dorm. So the dude that sleeps in the same bu- bunk right. above you, share the bunk. Is your celly. Is your celly. Well, that, this dude, and this dude's a big old baby Huey. Like, I'm talking like six, three, you know, 300 plus big, big old 18 year old kid with a life sentence for murder. Oh, shit. From Houston. Big old thug-ass black kid, no education, just straight out the hood, dude. Yeah. And and this is his celly. So he is saying, hey, man, let me borrow your shoes, because this dude wants to go out to the record and play basketball with all the brothers. And But he ain't got no shoes. He's poor. He went in there. He's wearing those state-issued boots. Yeah. And he says, hey, man, let me uh, borrow your, your tennis K-Swiss? shoes. Yes. And I was like, and I, I didn't see what he comes over and tells me, man, that dude, I let him borrow my shoes. But I know his feet don't fit. I saw him put them on, man. He, I said, dude, he's gonna go out there and just blow those shoes out. Yeah. Dude. He's gonna like the whole kids. He's gonna come in with them, just hanging on those. So I said, dude, I said, don't let him use them. And I'll buy them from you, dude. Sell them to me, dude. I, I see what's happening. What's gonna happen here? Yeah. And you know, this dude's about thirty-five years old. Yeah. Too. He's just gonna get punked by this kid. Pretty so he did, or he doesn't know how to tell this dude no. And the dude's gonna ruin the fucking shoes. And yeah. And I'm At like, the least. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, dude, sell them to me, dude. And he was like, well, let me think about it and just nap. But I'm gonna tell him he can't use them anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And anymore, then, uh, so he'd already used them. Yes, he when he had put used him, and then he said, "Man, I let him borrow the shoes, and I saw they didn't really fit him, and I I, I don't want to let him use them anymore." And that's when I said he's gonna blow them out. Yeah, yeah. Because he went and used them. Yeah. And then so. So were the shoes all fucked up? No, but they were about to be. Yeah. yeah. Like they were hurting. They yeah. were. <laughs> that dude put a hurting on them, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I was like, "Dude, the laces were all as loose as you can get them yeah, and shit," yeah. you know. And I said. I said, dude, let me, you know, let me buy one. And he was like, here, think about it. Well, one day I'm just laying there on my bunk and he comes over, hey, man. Like, all like upset, dude. Yeah. And I was like, what's up? He goes, hey, man, you, you have my shoes? And I was like, I don't got your fucking, fucking shoes. And he was like, I knew it. That motherfucker took him, man. When I was asleep, man, from my bunk, I, he had him there. And the dude took him, just took, went to wreck with him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to tell him some shit when he comes back. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and they all come back in from wreck, and he goes up to him, hey man, and gets in his face like, like a stupid ass, and puffs up his little his chest, and that yeah. dude's face and tells him, "Take off my shoes right now!" And that black dude slaps him <laughs> in front of everyone, the whole dorm dude slaps this dude. Hey, don't be slapping me, you know? Like, you know and he's, <laughs> That's what he said. Like something I don't know. I was across. Yeah. The, I was sitting on my bunk watching from across the. You should have like, sold me oh, the shoes, man, dude. <laughs> so he's got, and so the dude, like the black dude, kind of 
push big faces and pushes his face and then like grabs him by the throat and puts him on a table right there in the day room and like like a kid and the dude's on the table flopping around and the dude's holding him by his neck and he's yeah. trying to get up and he can't get up and the guards are out and looking through the glass and they don't stop laughing and- they don't they watch this oh. this happens real quick and then they go hey and they open the door y'all come here both y'all come here and they call him out yeah and then a little bit later they both come back in and so everyone's ah, they're laughing at that white dude. And that yeah. black dude, oh, man, he's snitching and all this shit. And so the black dude just goes over to the bunk, and the white dude walks around, and I'm sitting on my bunk, and I'm like, man, please don't come over here and talk to me now. Yeah. And then here he comes, and he sits down on the bunk next to me. And he goes, what? he goes, what's up, man? I go, what's up, dude? And he goes, that look pretty fucked up, huh? And I go, yeah, yeah, what do you think? And he was like, yeah. He goes, what do you think I should do? And I go, you know what you need to do, dude. And don't come back over here and talk to me anymore until you do do it, bro. I go, you have a fresh, what, 35, 45-year sentence. Yeah, and you have a year done on it. And you're going to be known as a bitch for this right here. This dude just punked you for your shoes, slapped you in front of everyone. I was like, you you got to go do it even if you take an ass whooping, dude. But don't come over here and talk to me until you do because I'm not going to be known as a dude that hangs with a bitch yeah, and I'm yeah, a bitch yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like a piece of shit telling him this, really, No, dude. you get survival. Yeah, but I was in survival mode, and I was young, too, you know, and I, I was 26 years old, 27 yeah. years old. I just turned 27, and I was like, dude, you got to go, bro. And he was like, for real, dude? And I go, for real, dude, you move around, bro. Bust your feet, dude. You got to go. And he went, and, like, two days later, you know, it was awkward. He'd walk by, like, he wanted to be like, hey, and I was like, hey, bro, you know, whatever. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, that bitch over there, you don't talk to that bitch no more. And I was like... No, I don't, bro. You know? Yeah. And then uh, they just moved a bunch of it. They did a big Bitch move. Bitch by association. Yeah. And then they just did a big move, and I never saw the dude again. It was Until, this was 96, dude. I think I got out of prison in 2001. And then uh, um, years went five years. So I moved into this house, and I'm sitting here watching TV, and I'm watching uh, Investigation ID or one of those crime yeah. things. And boom, there's a show, and there he is on TV. Yeah. There's that dude that I got punked out. He was a cop, dude. He that whole story of him killing his wife was on A and E. He was a cop. He didn't tell me that. Wow. Yeah, he was a cop, dude. And he got slapped around like a bitch and didn't know what to do or nothing, dude. Yeah. And he was a cop, dude. He was an ex cop. Well, the I think it, Fort Worth cops are probably kind of faggoty for, though. For, 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 oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. Jesus. Just saying, I'm just oh, saying, okay. Uh, but a, a lot of times where uh, the, the, the uniform, a lot of times. The for faggoty some, uniforms? For, no, for some of them, the, a lot of the power comes from. Oh, yeah. And the, well, the they're uni- wearing that uniform. Because uniform, if they're not wearing that uniform, it, they don't feel as, not all, but some. Yeah. Yeah, and he could have been one of those dudes. Yeah, it, it was one of those or forensic. Or could be what you said. It, it, was, it was one of those forensic files things because yeah. the way they found him guilty was because he said that uh, he was blowing, uh, uh, giving her mouth to mouth, and then uh, blood flew out of that hole in her lung, and that's how it got on. He had a white T-shirt. He had taken off his dress shirt and just had his white T-shirt on, yeah. and she had gone to the bedroom to change, too, when he heard a gunshot and ran in there, and she's laying on the ground. He started giving her mouth to mouth, and blood splattered on his yeah. shirt. They said no. If that had been the case, that he would have blood rings from bubbles landing on his shirt and then popping and leaving little rings. Instead, he had solid blood splatter like he had shot her and blood splattered on him. 
That's what the forensics investigation determined. They by the, the doing test and whatever. Yeah, and they so, were blowing blood bubbles. Yeah, it would have. He would have been blowing blood <laughs> that, that, bubbles. That, that, that's what I'm saying, though. She, they were like, funny, how, but, no, 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 I'm dude, saying that to test it, they have to like, hmm, blow that, bubbles. that's splattered. Look, splatter. Yeah. But I think blood bubble, bubbles, and it's just somebody blowing bubbles. And like, Not you like see? that. You blood see? Bubbles, dude. <laughs> I've seen Dexter. Know. I've seen Dexter. Yeah, maybe. And they got to do weird stuff to see what it looks like <laughs> to recreate it somehow. And then somebody had to blow blood bubbles. I, someone did have to blow blood bubbles. Blood bubbles. bubbles. Blood bubbles. <laughs> you sure bubbles. right, dude. There was been yeah. some blood bubble blowing, I'm sure. Oh, man. That's the name of the podcast for this one. Blood, blood bubbles. Blowing. Yeah. That's... Uh, <laughs> the, I I from everything you said I'm not, I'm judging him completely yeah I'm judging him he sounds guilty that all sounds because yeah. too much like you know what I mean Co- I guess coincidence or whatever but if all that's true that he said that's kind of the 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 point one percent or whatever you think what do you think percentage of in in prison is like that whatever one percent or two percent is like that's not guilty that's you know is like you didn't do that shit. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That, I, or is I, it 5%? I, I, I've been to a lot of prisons. Let me tell you how many prisons I've been to. <laughs> I'm stupid. Okay, let's see. I, I and it's not, it's not jet. It's prisons. Prison, prison. Okay. I've been to Jester 2. Uh-huh. I've been to uh, Pack 2, which is Luther Unit now. Yeah. I've been to uh, Goree in Huntsville. I've been to the Walls Unit in Huntsville. I've been to Sanchez Unit in El Paso. I've been to Ab- uh, Middleton Unit in Abilene. I've been to... Uh, um, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Dolph. I'm um, not Dolph Brisco. Um, Funky French Robertson. Uh, in uh, Abilene. Uh, Is that what it's called? No, it, it's French Robertson. Oh, uh, the guys like, it, but they, call it, they call it. They call it. Uh, what what's it? that? Eight now. Funky French. Uh, I guess I don't know. I wasn't counting. You were counting. I think. It was and eight. then uh, and I've been to uh, Beetle One. Uh, That's the one I keep hearing. Beto one, Beto, Beto uno, dude. That's the one you're like. Yeek, I'm going, that's the one that gives me nightmares when I think of yeah, prison. The only one I remember is Beto one. Me? I'm like, have you seen American Me? That's how Beto one is built, like oh. the American Me style, with tears and killers, and everyone's oh got a life sentence. Oh my god, Rock and Robin. Doot, doot. Yeah, it's Rock and Roll oh. in that place. Gladiators. Everyone looks like a ghost in there because they're in lockdown so outside. much. Yeah, everyone's inside all the time. It's badass. <laughs> real feel, fun. feel real safe in that cell with another man just staring oh at each other, dude. And you guys are locked up twenty three hours, twenty twenty. Uh, hours? No, and you're like when we were locked down, we were locked down. We went to shower um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh-huh. That was it. And you just went out to eat, and that was. I mean, to shower, and then came back. They gave you Johnny's. All no, the- so no jobs, no nothing. No, you're locked down. You're just there. Oh shit! You're just there, and you. Hoping- How the fuck did you end up there? Um, shit, I'm locked up, bro. I don't have a choice. Oh, it's they just not keep like, moving you. It's not like you're like, no, I'm not going there. Yeah, can we just, get um? No, yeah, you're like, no, I'll stay somewhere else. You know, so yeah, they they just put you where they put you. Then they they keep changing you. They what change was, people so that you're not comfortable. And this is an oxymoron. But what was the nicest one? The nicest one was probably the trustee camp over at Pack Two. And how long were you there? Like two years. That was at the end. Oh, I, yeah. Tore, well, it was right before they sent me to be the one. <laughs> so you went from the best I went to from the, the worst. best to the worst. And so like, maybe that's to give you a taste of like one of the worst before you get out. So you don't come back. I guess. So, well, were you like, how the fuck did I end up here? Yeah, dude. Like I seen dudes cry because they were being sent there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like cry. Like, well, I didn't even do anything to go there. And like, I was like, damn. And that before I'd gone there. Yeah. You know, and I was like, damn. And then 
Because I guess it would be knucklehead. That's a knucklehead place. Were you being a, a knucklehead? No, I wasn't being a knucklehead. But I had I was doing almost my whole sentence, so then maybe they figured I was going to be a knucklehead. Because I, I did six on a seven. Maybe they thought this dude could buck and not give a fuck because... Maybe they thought we can put him back here in prison and he has to go over here and defend himself. I don't know what they're thinking, bro. I can't. I can't tell these I, I white mean, folks. You, you're worth more to them in the system than than out. So, fuck, he's about to end the sentence. Let's fucking put him in the worst. Maybe he'll pop off. We'll dude, put him back in. I met a dude in there, this white dude from Dallas. Because if you had to defend yourself and you get another whatever years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they I mean? even threatened me one time. Uh, um, this, this dude from a certain gang got into it with uh, another dude from a, another gang. And they started dinging each other up with trash can lids in the day room. And uh, metal, yeah, metal trash yeah. can lids, and uh, the the fucking cushion ones don't really hurt as much, man. So, <laughs> so they they were they were, <laughs> blasting, I don't know. So they were uh, they were hitting each other, and uh, and one of them got hit in the head and got was bleeding, or whatever. But yeah. he he none of the guards saw it, so the dude ran to, after the fight was over, whatever. The dude ran to the shower yeah. and wiped blood on the edge of the wall and jumped in the shower and then hey started yelling for the there's a dude that walks around like sweeping all day or whatever and he hey man go call the guard and tell him that uh. I slipped and I just hit my head on the shower, man, in my cut. And he tried to play it off like that happened. And so the guard, there was this big old dumb guard and was like, hey, look, you get your head right here. And they took him, they let him go to the infirmary yeah. and stuff. And then, uh, like. Because neither one of them want to know, let the guards know that they were fighting. Nah, because. Yeah, nobody wants. No, nah, because it's gang shit and they're going to lock down everybody. The whole yeah. unit's going to go locked down. And people are going to hate those two. Well, it don't matter. They don't give a fuck if they're going to hate them. But it just sucks for everybody, yeah. you know. Then they start digging in everyone's shit. Yeah. And they're going to shake everyone down. They're going to bring in dogs. They start digging in your shit. Because then all that's what happened. Yeah. The next thing you know. Now, when you say digging in your shit, do you like, just. Like when you bend over? Yeah. And, uh, like, okay. Like, like, like I don't know. They bring in a proctologist. I was taking your words literally. Yeah, they bring in a proctologist, dude. <laughs> I don't think they use a proctologist. <laughs> no. I just hope they use jelly or some yeah, shit. Yeah, no, they just <laughs> use harsh language, dude. <laughs> An intimidating stare. So anyway, they get in your ass. Yeah, they, 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 get, they start digging in it's your shit. Even as, it's just things you should think of when, you know, yeah, you're present. That's anyway. exactly how it So they, they bring in all the proctologists and shit. And, they, yeah. and so now, but that morning, all of a sudden, like, before, like in the middle of the night, it was about five in the morning. All of a sudden, all the lights went on, uh-huh. and they were like lockdown status and announcing lockdown status because whatever. And uh, then next thing you know, they called everyone from San Antonio to fucking over there into the sergeant's office. To he called. I don't know what they told everyone else, but I know what they told me when I went in. And he was like, "So you want to tell me what happened?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then he was like, oh, "So you don't know." Anything as far as you know, yesterday was a normal day, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. And he was like, So you didn't hear about anything going on with two people? And I was like, No, I, I go, I know that dude fell in the shower. They said someone, <laughs> someone fell in the shower, and that there was blood in the shower. And I heard someone say that, and that's all. And oh, really? So that's he goes, Um, uh, I heard you made parole, and I said, Yeah, and he goes. It would suck to lose it. Oh. And I said, uh, I go, I'm not going to do anything to lose it. And he goes, you never know. He said, you never know. Um, you could end up catching a free world case or something. No, I said, I said, I won't do anything to lose it. And if I did, I'd go home a year later. And he, and that's my whole sentence anyway. And he goes, yeah, not if you caught a free world case, though. 
I said, I'm not going to do anything to do that. And he goes, yeah, well, you never know what's going to happen. And then right after that, I got shipped to Beto 1. That's well, there we yeah. go. That's why you got like, shipped. And then I don't know what happened to the other dudes. They might have got shipped too to other yeah, places. Yeah. And just like, oh, you're not gonna snitch. All yeah. Right. right after that, I, well, I told him I go, Sarge. I was like, bro, you know who? Not bro. You can't say bro. Yeah. I was like, hey, hey bro, I? listen, Sarge. I said, hey, son. Listen. I said, nice. Give me a cigarette. Oh, and he was a cool you. sergeant. He was yeah. like, people were. There was a metal fat plant there yeah. at that prison, so people were making shit for the weight. Uh, they had a weight station and they were making different handles and yeah. stuff to do different exercises with. And some one sergeant would come in and take everything out of their contraband. And the other sergeant would let everyone fucking keep it. He didn't give a fuck. And, yeah. You know, it's a, hey, I'm glad y'all are just working out. And that's it. Yeah. And so, uh, and he, this dude was cool and he's telling me all the threat, giving me, telling me all these threats. Uh, you could get a free will. And I was like, dude, I was like, man, sorry. I go, look, you got your snitches. He'd be out there talking to dudes like if they were homeboys on the street, dude. Yeah. And when so he, you knew not to talk to those guys. Yeah. And you, I'm like, Sarge, you know, you got your snitch. Everyone knows you got your people to tell you everything that's going on here. All you have to do is get all of them and bring them in here. Why are you asking me, someone who's not a snitch, who minds my own business and just doing my time to be a snitch now and risk my fucking life? No, I don't fucking see anything, yeah. you know? And he was like, all right, get out of here. He goes, you, you like your job? And I was working in maintenance at the yeah. time, which was a gravy job. I was like, yeah. He goes, it sucks to be working in the fields again, too, huh? And oh. I go, well, it all pays the same. And, yep, next thing you know, I was out of maintenance. I was working out in the fucking fields again, and then I was shipped. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 uh, what's the fields? It's those places where you go out and corn and, and uh, natural products grow. Uh, like, I they know. don't just pop up at HEVs I know, magically. I know that, but, like, what? Like, you're doing, like... I picked like corn. I picked corn, squash, zucchini, potatoes. All day. Not all day, but from like early in the fucking morning till like the afternoon, sometimes like three in the afternoon and oh, shit. That's all day, dude. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then they put us out there at the camp. They put us on a, a field squad, which was a fence squad. I mean, which was a. We would go out and chop down fields of shit. Like we would clear out by the creek all the. All the, the lily pads and all this shit and snakes would be fucking... Black dudes are scared of snakes. I would find snakes and throw them at them, dude. Jesus. <laughs> and then they'd fucking be like crawdads, turtles. They'd, you'd throw them at them. I would take crawdads back to the fucking Specifically, showers. you throw reptiles at black people. <laughs> not reptiles. Just do the way you put it I throw you reptiles said, at black you people. You said turtles, snakes. Those are reptiles. Those are two reptiles. Well, I mean, they were scared of mice, too, because those, <laughs> oh, those, those, those the crawdads... Yeah. I don't think a crawdad's a reptile. No, a crawdad, what's that? That's, that's the a, that's mud bug. What is it? Uh, a mud bug. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard mud bug before. It's I don't a crawfish. It's classified as a mud bug, dude. Crawfish, right? I don't know if it's a mud bug. I don't know, but but they would come out. You'd, they'd be all, we'd have to clear out and we'd pull them out of there and I'd chuck them and they'd all run and they'd be like, man. They'd say that I, I'm going to get a murder charge if they get bit and yeah, all yeah. this shit. And I was like, no, you're not. Like just on regular or friends of yours. Or just like dudes. No, not if there was some like the, the, nah. There was like if we were all working together for the dudes we we're working with, you got to know them. Your friends, yeah, okay. Um, no, nah, there was some dudes I couldn't be around. Like there was some dudes I couldn't work with. Like you stay your fucking ass over there, I'll stay my ass over here. You know, wow. and, and yeah, the, the dudes were dangerous. We're out there uh, swinging fucking axes and yeah, and we had real chainsaws at Whoa. some point for sh big old trees and yeah, dude, they had me hanging over a fucking cliff, holding onto the back of my shirt while a dude's holding onto the dude that's holding the back of my shirt, and I've got a chainsaw and uh, the guards like get that fucking tree cut off, hanging off the edge of this creek, and I'm like, dude, if he lets me go. 
know. I'm telling you right now, boss man, I'm throwing this fucking chainsaw and whatever happens, happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna land on it. And yeah. You better not do that. Whatever, motherfucker. You yeah. know, he's just talking shit and just, yeah, I did all that stupid shit. That's what I got for fucking... <laughs> not for stealing saying. lollipops. Yeah, for, for that's what I got for not fucking giving oh up fucking anyone that was hitting, hitting me with so the trash why, can. But that this was the at the place that was the best. You said mm-hmm. because this place was a, a camp, a trustee camp. You can go outside at any time. Like there was no fence around this place. Yeah, there was a softball field. There was a track around that softball field. There was a, a, a sand volleyball field. Yeah, uh, court. There was a softball field, a sand volleyball, big old grass field with trees. You could walk around the whole fucking field. And then there was a basketball court. The black dudes are out there playing. There was a handball court. You could go to the Mexicans are all at the handball court. The white dudes are out there playing volleyball. The black dudes are playing basketball. It's The old people are walking around the field. Everyone's minding their own business. Everyone works. You know, everyone, mm-hmm. it's the camp where, you know, that's uh, where everyone, you stay out of trouble. But it's wide open. A lot. That's where all the drugs come in. Mm-hmm. That's where people, the visitors know that at the camp it's really relaxed, you know. So they drop the drugs off wherever, and they go get them, and they sneak them into the other to the building. So that's the most where you could do drugs out of any yeah, other place. That's why I smoked weed. Yeah, and you, oh, I would have been paranoid high. Yeah, I took acid there. I took what? Acid. what was the worst trip you could? Yeah, okay, go ahead. What? I, I, I took acid there, like twice. I took acid there, and once I took liquid LSD there. Yeah. Why? Because I had been there for years, and like you, we like it was like going out on a Saturday night. You know, you're there. Like, what the fuck? You're already, you know, you make the best of it. And so, so but I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. I, okay, to me, okay, I took acid in jail, and it was not a good place. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say I took acid in jail. It's the environment you're in, you have to be yeah, in a okay, good in environment. Midland, I was in Midland where no one liked me, and um, this dude got acid mailed in. Uh, and it was eight ball. I remember it had a little eight ball on it, and we cut it in half. And he said, "Don't tell anyone else." And we each took a half, and the, and it was not good. I mean, we were up all night wigging the fuck out, looking at everyone. We kept waking up this one stupid dude, and we were telling him that he was levitating and all this <laughs> shit, dude. We were fucking with him. We were being stupid, you know. Think about it. And this yeah. dumbass started saying, "Yeah, I used to do that at home." Like he's so stupid. Anyway, we were. Off. I used to levitate at home. Yes, dude. What <laughs> so we were fucking. We were tripping, dude. Um, and it, it was it was a bad fucking night. And then, uh, but that was because you're in the county. You can't go outside. You're just in there, you know. Yeah. But once I got to prison, you're in prison. You go to work. You go outside. You go yeah. to wreck and all this shit. And, and uh, do you have a structured day? Yeah, and uh, and then you have wreck afterwards at the camp. You could go out to the handball. Court. I'd go to the weight room, hit the weights, and then I'd go out to the handball court, play handball. They even had they just started a softball league. The white dudes always do put shit together. You put white people together, they create some kind of <laughs> Let's organization, oh, dude. Yeah. And so they created yeah, a softball league, the Aryan Brotherhood. I think yeah, that was the organization. Yeah, was A B and the A C. Shout out, guys. What's up? And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want any enemies, bro. And, uh, we, we cool now. I'll edit all that. Yeah. Part. So uh, um, they started a softball league out there, and, you know, and they had a volleyball league, yeah. too. And uh, the black dudes started. There's a basketball league. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. Because they needed refs for this uh, basketball league. They have a yeah. little short little basketball season. They start a tournament, basically. Yeah. And uh, there's like a... Um, I guess like a, a free world person is like in charge of uh, 
like a, a coach. Yeah. We call him coach. He makes sure that there's always basketballs and volleyballs and stuff, handballs, stuff that we can use so that people yeah. aren't fighting. Yeah. You know, working a gym equipment to keep everyone happy. <clears throat> and um, so he brings whistles um, so people can be refs for this tournament. So I'm like, wow, I went to the first year. I said, I want to check out this tournament. There's some ballers out there, dude. There's people dunking. There's some badass street yeah. players, right? I was going to say, well, wouldn't the black dudes dominate if they're the ones playing basketball time and you, you're playing handball and then yeah. they're playing? Okay, but no, no, it's not Mexicans again. It's other black dudes against other black dudes. It's not, yeah. yeah. What did you think was going to race war? Like, not no. race war. Just... Well, no, I mean, there is a couple of Mexicans and a couple of white dudes that are ballers that are, you did. Yeah. A lot of them dudes from Houston ball with the black dudes and Dallas too, like crazy. Yeah. You know, so it depends on, like you said, what side of town you grew up on. There's a dude that balled in there and some Mexicans and white dudes, but yeah. mostly black dudes. Yeah. And, uh, so that's their area. That's their forte in prison. Yeah. They can have it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they call it guerrilla golf. The, the white dudes wow. do. Wow. Yeah. That's what they would call it. What yeah. would they call handball? Um, I don't know. They get stabbed if they got close enough. To fucking <laughs> say, hey, you guys are like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, no. Thirty Mexicans around. It's like, yeah, don't say nothing about that. So they have this tournament, dude. This basketball tournament. So we're out there watching, dude. Let. A motherfucker blow the whistle and call a foul on a dude driving in to score the winning basket who's got a life sentence for murdering his whole family. They call uh, charging? Or call let him call yeah. a foul yeah. and and the other team wins, you know, yeah. and, and he can and they swear that they paid him twenty soups to do that or something, you yeah. know? And this big old killers, they're yelling at the ref. You bitch ass motherfucking hoe ass mother. You blew a whistle on this motherfucking bitch ass. And, yeah. and this dude, and people were taking that whistle off. Fuck this whistle. Yeah. And then they were like, they, they were asked and, everyone to be refs, dude. They went through everyone yeah. that was stupid enough to put that whistle on. They yeah. came to me. Hey, come on, come on, Hernandez, bro. <laughs> we know you down, bro. Everyone respects you here, bro. They'll respect your word. Oh, hell yeah. no. What that killer right there is yeah. not going to call me a bitch and a hoe, and a, and I'm going to have to fight this motherfucker over yeah. that foul call. Fuck no. Yeah. Nah. Uh, uh, I'll sit right back here and watch the show, bro. Yeah. Nah. So, yeah, that, that was interesting. That was that was. You nice. were like the hundredth person they asked. Would they respect you? Dude, they just had to call their own fouls, dude. They were. It was bad, you know. Battle is scheduled back this November twenty eighth at the Animal Draft House, but this time it's in Austin, Texas. That is right. Battle of the Sketches has moved to Alamo Draft House Mueller location. November twenty eighth is going to be the show at eight p.m. Tickets are only ten dollars. You can find on Eventbrite. Submissions are open between August fifteenth and November twelfth on Film Freeway at Battle of the Sketches. You can see what other shows we have coming up on FMCW Studios and now back to Willful Ignorance. Shit. <laughs> you lose everything. Ah, I remember what it was. Ah, what is it? Do you ever think that because right now where you are, you know what I mean, doing stand-up and, you know, living a nice house, nice place, you know, what you ha what you have and you're, you, you've told me before that you've had like like somebody's gonna take away your freedom. Like oh, you're gonna get a yeah. call and be like, "Hey, you're going back to prison or whatever." You yeah. know what I mean? But if you would have, because you said you could have got up to 20 years or how many mm -hmm. years? Well, like it's five to 99 to life is what it carried. Oh. One of my partners got 99. Oof. So yeah, like, but uh, but they would offer me 20. Okay, but to think to take if you would have taken the 20, mm -hmm. or if you would have got the 99, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you ever think like that? There's a there's a uh, uh, another not universe. But another reality, maybe that 
that that could have happened? Like, it, like how much? Yeah, did like I feel guilty right now with the a bunch pers- of teardrop tattoos right now? Yeah, like in a really cell, fucking think like about blood it. in, blood out type shit. Yeah, like what a percentage world. do you think out of chances that you end up doing stand up doing like just oh, not very micro? How many dudes that have been to prison do stand up now? That exactly, you know, that are successful. Ali Sadiq. Um, and what's his face? Um, George Perez in L.A. He's been to San okay. Quentin. So that he's doing the comedy store probably tonight. That dude's always... Felipe Esparza? No, I don't no. think he's done time. No. But there's been a few that have gone to prison. Yeah. But not a lot of them for being gangsters. A lot of them for being, you know, drugs, getting caught yeah. with shit like that. But not for actually being like... George Perez is a fucking troll. That dude's thuggish, dude. Yeah. He's a cool-ass dude, but he, you know, he's, he's a real motherfucker. Don't fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. He's a real motherfucker. Yeah. You know, he, when he's in there, that's a respected-ass dude, you know? Did, did Juan go to prison? No, no but the I day's still young, bro. We're <laughs> dead, 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 <laughs> shit. Yeah. He could be getting putting cuffs put on him right now. There might be a task force forming as we speak. Jeez. So I don't know. Yeah, but no. He said he's been to the county... He went to the county. He said, I forgot for what, but he said he did some months in the county for something. I don't know if it, I don't think it was child support. Yeah. Um, but oh, my God. I, there has to be a large percentage of uh, people for child support. Yeah. In there. Yeah. There's I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Yeah. That's a that's a painful one there, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't. Yeah. But to get off prison, <laughs> the, this the percentage like like. Like, do you ever think of that? Like, point oh oh, what a one percent chance that you that you only that you only did that the recidivism in my situation wasn't going to happen. I wasn't going to just go right back. Well, no, 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 not that you go right back. Just that it wasn't ninety nine years. It wasn't twenty years. Oh, it was that, six years. And then when you get out, that instead of falling back into you know, a life of crime, Edward. No, <laughs> to fall, hey, fall they, back into. <laughs> they made a believer out of me in there, yeah. boy. There was, you know, the Texas Department. It used to be the Texas Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Yeah, they took the rehabilitation word out of it now. No. It's called. It's a Texas Department of, of Criminal Justice. Yeah, and now it's. That's about getting justice. justice. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do justice some time. out of your ass. And then they build all those prisons. You know, they and Richards. There used to only be twenty something prisons. This is this is a scary 80s. thing. In 2012, when I was going business like door to door, so one of them was with an architect, and uh, he was talking about all these plans and all these things that he's. And he also had construction with part construction as well. But he was an architect, and he was telling me how he was uh, designing and building all these prisons. Like oh, like big, huge, two thousand facility prison, uh-huh. and that he's built a bunch of them, and there's nobody in them. Oh yeah, they're waiting to fill them. What the? F- that scared the shit out of me. There's nobody in them, but you're building two. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're all crowded. That's why they're building them. But it's the amount, the amount that we're building. That's what to. Con- he's like, I'm happy, and I'm gonna take the jobs because I want the money. But I'm concerned of how many we're building. Like, why are we building so many large That's where those people facilities? That, those people that are all... Uh, um, in the middle of nowhere, they said. They're in yeah, the middle of nowhere. That's the people that are... The, the conspiracy, that's where the people start with the conspiracy. The FEMA camps and all that, right? Well, they are. They're, they're, those, those are real. Those well, in the Valley, well, all the kids, they're well, not, keeping not them in cages. FEMA camps, yeah, but... and but They're, they're saying, saying that there's Walmarts. Other okay, like this. I have a lot of friends that have been to Paradise, dude, like me. We've been on yeah. the state-funded tour of Texas. We yeah. all decided to go see what it was like. When there's one buddy of mine, but he's he's a knucklehead, dude. He's always yeah. risking going back. He's always up to something, dude. Remember Juan? The first time we met him, that dude came running in here at two o'clock on a on, during the afternoon on a yeah. during the week. 
bam, banging on the front door. And Juan was the first time he'd been here. Poof, this dude comes in, dude, the cops are chasing me. And, all this stuff. and, and, and uh, Juan's like, oh shit. Juan gets up, like, what? now I'm, I'm looking, I go, hold up, dude. I go, hold up, dude. I said, are the cops following you right now? Did they follow you to my house? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, well, I was, I, I was fighting with my chick and all that stuff. And I go, dude, did the cops follow you to my house? Yeah. That's what I need to know. And he was like, no, 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 they didn't follow me here. I went to someone else's house and then I got a ride when everything was cool and they brought me over here and dropped me off. And I was like, okay, dude, now chill out, sit down, have a seat. And Juan sits down too and Juan's like, man, you know, and I was like, dude, well, this dude. How, how early? This is in the morning, you said? Nah, this was about one in the afternoon. Okay. And this dude's always doing. And now this dude, he's always doing stuff to try to get locked up. Like he stole a credit card and was going and charging all this stuff. And then uh, uh, he said, man, I felt like someone was following me, dude. He had been putting gas and eating yeah. and doing it. Then he went and bought furniture. Yeah. But then he was cruising. He had gone to eat again. And he was cruising. He said, man, I knew these, this car was following me. So I turned the corner and I chunked the credit card out the window, you know, and then ooh, next thing you know, poof, I got pulled over and this detective, they went looking through the car asking where, where's the credit card we know you have and all this stuff. Yeah. And he was like, so he goes, they let me go. They didn't have nothing. Yeah. And he goes, and then they called me and they said, Hey, uh, um, look, man, we're going to give you one chance to give the stuff back. Um, all the furniture and stuff. Well, that would admit guilt. Yes. And we won't press charges or go ahead and hang on to what you got. And we're going to come at you all the way. And he goes, what do I do? And I was like, damn, you're in a, like, you got to say, yeah, here I did it. My bad. He goes, I can't give back the food and the gas and shit that I got though. But I guess maybe they want that furniture. And he said, I go, I don't know, bro. That's uh, if you believe them, you know, does it yeah, sound like they, they're being real with you? You know, they, or could they, they just, just fuck them over? I, they could do anything. He's the criminal, and they're the cops, bro. Yeah. You play the game, and you know. And I was just like, man. And so he was like, I'm gonna give it back. I said, well, good luck, bro. So he gave it back, and they let him make it. They didn't. Wow. They let him, and, and I was like, wow, dude. So he and but he's over here. Then he comes over here some days, and he's like, dude. Oh, okay, what happened though when he was on the couch when Juan came in? And oh, he said, uh, we had to just chill him out, and then I had. I, he called someone and they came and got him again after he calmed down and everything yeah. was cool. But he was just tripping and he didn't know where to go because he was fighting with his girl and he yeah. slapped her or something. So this is a, a good friend of yours then. Yeah, I know him for a long I've known him for a okay. long time. Because if it would have been somebody that you kind of even like, all right, did nobody follow here? Cool. Get the fuck out of my yeah, house. Oh, That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, Get no, the fuck I've done that out of my too. house. Uh, no, before I forget. Okay, yeah, this dude, uh, he, he, but he's always coming over and I guess he's always on the computer late at night smoking weed. And looking up these conspiracy theories, mm. and he's telling me, "Hey, bro, you know what they're gonna do, man? Uh, they're gonna start locking up people like me and you, people that have been in prison. They're just gonna come. They're gonna show up. They're gonna lock us up, and they're building these prisons and these camps. And that's what they're, they're just people. They're just gonna start locking us up." And I was like, "No, not people like me and you. People like you, you. and you. Yeah, you're <laughs> still running around." I said, "Okay, I go. Okay, okay granted, that's that. You believe that's true, uh, man? If you believe that's true, bro." I said. Uh, what are you doing to change that so that you don't end up being one of that person? Yeah. Oh, shit, nothing. I was like, then quit looking at them things and coming over and telling me that me and yeah. you are doing something, dude, because we, me and you ain't doing the same is he, things. Is he in prison right now? No, he, um, but the day's still young, bro. I mean, <laughs> shit, Another one, dude, another dude. one. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he's always up to something, dude. He's always doing something because that's how he hustles, bro. Yeah. 
Hey, I remember one time they kicked in his door and stole all the shit that he had stolen. He was upset, dude. I was like, what? So a thief, another gangster around him. I guess so, dude. Someone got him. You know, someone, you know, stole the shit he stole. So I was like, man, you can't be that mad. Go mm. steal some more shit then, I guess. That's what you do, you know? So don't be mad. Go yeah. steal. And But, you know, he's just one of those, dude, every car he gets, he just beats up and... and He's a friend of mine, but, you, you know, he just uh, he doesn't change. But he was working for a while, and uh, just recently he quit his job, and he's been calling me, hey, man, who's, you know. I, I, you find the, try to find the easy money. Yeah, but he, I don't know, I don't know what he's, he's always looking for the easy money. I mean, I, yeah. I like easy money, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Everyone likes easy money, but if you get easy money too often, it ruins you when it's time yeah. to go, when the easy money's gone, you you know, you, it's it's a it, I I look at it as in the time that it takes. Like I wasn't I didn't not selling drugs. Like I the, the the most that I did was I'd go to Mexico in college my freshman year, and I'd go like once every other day. Okay, when you, I was, are you sure you want to tell about talk about this federal offense you're about to admit to? Because the statute of limitations you might want to look into before you talk about crossing drugs from another country drugs. into another country. It's not drugs is alcohol, and you you keistered it. No, no, no. The method of doing it also could be no. It's alcohol. You can buy. I was eight. Oh, you can anyway, buy alcohol. Yeah, I'm not selling drugs. It's alcohol. Well, it's a drug. But so at eighteen, so I went and got this thing of meth, right? Mm -hmm. And no, it was. I'd go and buy a bottle with my cousin, right? I'm eighteen years old at the time, and there you can buy a bottle and you buy it real cheap. And then I we did that like the whole time I was down there, and maybe we'd take more people with us, but I. One time, I remember the last time I did it, I brought nine bottles back, and it was in my dorm. And the, all these kids, nobody know, wants to get drunk, but nobody's like, you know, they want to pre-drink. But they're in their dorm, but they don't know anybody. They can get them alcohol, or they're going to charge them a lot. So I would charge them for a fifth of vodka, 20 bucks. So I'd make like $80, like a bottle. Do you want me to tell you my experience with crossing? And, and, then, I, and, then, I, and then I caught uh, my roommate stealing the vodka. He was putting water in there. Nice. Yeah. You were selling diluted, chopped up. I got. I, that, then he wasn't my roommate anymore. After that, but uh, we know we yeah we broke up. We kept no. I kept switching roommates. My freshman year. Well, you were slinging alcohol. You had a liquor store. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Was, for like for like three months. Yeah, two um, months. Let me. You know what my experience? Tell, let me tell you this. He okay. on me. I worked in Mexico for a period of time for yeah. about five years. I worked in Mexico. My father had a business over there. And uh, so I would go to Mexico almost every weekend. So I know Mexico very well. And uh, my uh, um, these friends of mine tell me, hey, man, we heard that we can get steroids in Mexico. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know where they sell them, but I don't go. I don't mess with that. And they're like, well, uh, I want to go get some. Can you at least show us? And I said, yeah, can we go with you next time you go? And I said, okay, yeah, I guess. But I'm not going. I'm not bringing it. You know, y'all yeah. have to do Okay. So I take these two valvosos with me to Mexico. And so I, I, after I do my business at the clinic and everything, at, you know, the, the hospital my dad had business at and all that, and then I, I was going to come back, I took him over to uh, uh, a pharmacy. How old are you in this? This is recent? No, no, this oh. is this, this is about 15 years ago. About 15 years ago. Um so we go we we go and we go to a veterinarian clinic, yeah. right? And they go in and they buy the steroids. And they buy I guess two vials is what they bought. Um and then so we're going back and we're getting too close to the border and when one of them the one who bought them 
tells the other one, "Hey man," like he starts getting nervous and says, "Hey man, I'll uh, I'll I'll split it with you if you if you cross him." Because yeah. the one dude bought him, the other dude's always. Broke. You're walking. You're not driving across. No, I'm driving. Oh, I'm okay. wearing my car. Yeah. And the one dude, and then they're talking because they're asking to go in. Like, are they going to stop us there? What are they going to do? And I said, they could stop us. Gonna, when we get there, they're going to ask us what our business is here. And I'm going to tell them my father has a business. If yeah. they see what y'all are doing and I tell them that y'all are along for the ride, yeah. I don't know. They might stop us and they might tell us to get out of the car. And, oh, really? They didn't buy anything else? Uh, uh, no. Usually, once you buy something else, like well, a shirt We might have a- bought, like. Stay there for a we little bit. We ate and stuff, and they, you know, they, we walked around the market, so they yeah. probably did, but they bought that too. But yeah, and it, it was a brief day, and they're like, "When did you cr- when did you come in?" And like yeah. today, and they're like, "Can you leave him back today too?" Yeah, and so they always yeah, and so, yeah. and then they and I told him, and then that dude started getting, "Oh, really?" So they might ask us. So he was like, "Hey," he tells the other dude, "Hey, uh, if you if you take you cross it with you." Uh, I'll split it with you when we get back. And then he's like, really? You'll give me half? He's like, yeah. So he's like, okay. And I was like, dude, what are you going to do with it? And he says, I'm going to put him on underwear. And he's like, I was what? And he's like, are you go, you're wearing boxers? No, I'm wearing tidy whities Okay. <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's wearing tarantadans. <laughs> I was like, you better, because this dude's borderline retarded, dude. Yeah. And so I'm like, man. So he said, so he, and then he goes, well, if they ask us to get out, I'll tell them that my ankle hurts and I won't get out. And I said, why not? No, you're going to have to get out, yeah, dude. Yeah, they'll I take said, you, you out the Yeah, they vehicle. will physically remove you from the car, bro. You're going to get out. And he goes, well, I have a big hole in my underwear. And I was like, are you serious, dude? And we're getting right. This is when he starts telling me when we're at the... And the dude... And so, the steroids are already in his underwear. Yeah, the steroids are in his underwear. And he starts telling me he's got this big hole in his underwear. And he's not going to get out because he's going to tell him his ankle hurts. Yeah. So we're right... Like, because we're next to, yeah, the, yeah. to come up to him. The guy says, uh, what are you doing? Uh, where are you from? San Antonio. Yeah, we just went. My dad has business. Okay. Yeah. All right. Turns around, he writes on that sticker, sticks it on my windshield, pull up over there. Oh. And I said, God dang. So and I start driving up, and they're like, what's up? And they're like, man, I go, man, we're going to have to get out. And they're like, what? He's this is like, on the Mexico side. No, we're Mexico going into U.S. now. Oh, okay. Okay, and so, but we pull we pull in right there to the left. The guy tells us pull in. He says, get out of the cars. So me and the dude in the passenger side get out. And the other guy in the back seat with the stuff and the steroids and underwear stays in the car like he said he was. And I turned around and I told him, you need to get out of the car, dude. And I'd step back because the guy was like, yo, stand on the other side of the table. They yeah. Those silver tables. They always yeah. tell you. So I, I, me and the other guy went and stood there and this guy's still in the car. They said, sir, you need to get out of the car. So he gets out of the car and starts walking like Frankenstein, dude. <laughs> Like this, and then he starts sticking his hand in his butt and in his ball, like he's trying to fix it. And uh, uh, but, and I'm like, oh no! But the dude started immediately looking in the car. Yeah. So, so he, he doesn't see, see this dude walking like that to stand behind the table. And I'm like, dude, get your hand out of there, dude! Stop. They're gonna check walking in your like ass. that. I was like, go yes, they're gonna strip search you, dude. And the dude goes all through the car. They might strip search all of you. Yeah, but they go. Yeah, they go through the car and everything. And then he was like, all right, go ahead. And then the dude walks back to the car the same way. And uh, luckily he didn't catch catch it. And we got in and we drove back. And I was like, that's it, bro. Never again. What an idiot. Never again, dude. Yeah. That I was- got uh, the very first time that I partied in Mexico. I didn't drink so at the time. So a bunch of friends are like invited me. But it's just because they wanted me to drive. So I drove everybody down. And then we drove across 
it was in Reynosa. We drive across. It was a club called Frida's. And this was like back in old two like oh two and so we'd go we'd go to the club on the way back it says it says it's a one way right but i don't fucking read signs because i'm stupid so i keep going and a cop turns on his lights and then i was like what the hell another cop on the right side turns on his lights i drive between both of them there's two cops at the end of the street wait wait they were coming towards you and you i was went going right between the wrong them? way i know and you went right between two cops going the opposite they were, direction no, they were parked they were parked oh they just turned on their lights Oh, but you just went right between them and they I were facing right the between direction. them going, and they're facing the wrong. I was yeah, like, they're these, facing the. I was like, they're facing the idiots. Yeah, look at these facing the wrong way, and then these other two cops pull in front, awesome. right? Yeah, because there's four. It was four cops total. Pull in front, get out the car, guns drawn. I jump out. I put them park. I jump out of the car with my hands up. Right immediately, I was like, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I was. <laughs> And then they come. They came up to us with a gun and everything, and they come up to the uh, the window and they knock on the back window and they roll down the windows right, and everybody has their hands up except one girl who's my friend's girlfriend who got too drunk and she threw up, and that's why we were leaving early. So we were like one of the first ones to go. Also, I was like, I think I got to get home because like I was getting a little like, hey, what if you know you know my mom goes by my cousin's house and I'm not there? Like that time was fucking stupid shit because it's the first time in Mexico and I'm seeing shit that I've never seen at 16 years old you know what i mean like Damn. it was like your beyond vegas your ass oh hell yeah, yeah. but i didn't lie to him i told him they said what are you gonna do tonight and i was like i'm gonna go to mexico i'm gonna get crazy and they're like yeah and i went to they're mexico like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. although they, they, yeah they didn't they're like no you're not and so i but i didn't drink i didn't drink till when i started going back and during college then I then I would drink and stuff, but when I, I would, it was like Sodom and Gomorrah, man. Like fucking, I remember. Well, you got you got sodomized or what? Uh, fucking. This, I remember in the VIP and <laughs> fucking VIP dude getting his dick sucked, right? And I'm just like in the middle. They don't. They like the bottle. Person doing bottle service doesn't even say shit. Like fine. And with the way you get in VIP is everybody <laughs> puts together. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, Frida's, yeah, yeah, Frida's. That you have to suck somebody's dick to get in the VIP. So once we did that, we'd all get it. Now it's just twenty bucks, <laughs> or <laughs> or twenty bucks. <laughs> but they didn't tell me about the twenty bucks. <laughs> they didn't tell me about the twenty bucks till three months later. <laughs> We we hear VIP every night. Those motherfuckers. Tell us how you transitioned back to fucking <laughs> twenty. We five, <laughs> Dude, five people would get twenty bucks each, and it was a hundred bucks, and you get a bottle, and you get my, service. My nickname was Boys Town. What's <laughs> <laughs> it going to Boys Town? Oh like, my god, people go to Boys Town. Yeah, that's fucking. I, I know a lot of dudes go to boy, Boys. That was awesome, Josh. Yeah, that yeah. was a great story. Nah, that it was three dollars, and then Alaskan was the other one. 
Alaskan. Yeah, and the rule called Alaskan is because they shoot cold air out of the floor. Because Frida's, you'd leave and you smell it's like cigarette because everybody's smoking, and then everything like all the gel was just plastered to your face. Like you were just like you were just sweating and in there. It, it was it, hot as fuck. This dude's told packed. me. And then Alaskan, they shoot that cold air out. So I was like, oh, like fucking, did smell like fucking onions. Uh, <laughs> like smell like, it almost smelled like a cheeseburger. Fuck right yeah, it was disgusting. Um, the blooming onion club. Everybody was on drugs too. I was like, well, especially yeah, being sober, being sober and watching everybody. I mean, but you think The restrooms it, are terrible at those places, I, right? There's 18-year-old dudes that are seniors, and then there's freshman kids there. 13. Oh, yeah, I know. Like they bring their little sister who's in eighth grade. I I'm know. like, why the fuck is there a 13-year-old kid here? I've seen it in Laredo. In Nuevo Laredo. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I saw, dude, I saw people that I I felt like an old parent. Like, where are their parents? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I feel like calling. There was shit going on there that, at the clubs. And I was like, this is just a regular club. And they're just letting people get naked like that yeah. in front of everyone. And they're, and they're not everyone. Young kids. You can yeah. tell they're young, young. And everyone's in there drinking. Yeah. Don't smoke weed, though. At the time. Oh yeah. yeah, you smoked weed. It was but like everyone's doing coke and shit. Everybody's doing coke. That's fine. You smoke weed though in this. No, you're going to jail. I was like, this, what the fuck? This dude um in El Paso. They told me they used to always go to Juarez and party. Yeah. All them dudes that lived, were from El Paso when I was in, in prison over there. Yeah, and um, they said that they would go to clubs, and they would buy a trash can full of beer for like thirty bucks. Yeah, and they would get. A whole trash can full of beer and just drink all night from that for like thirty bucks or whole. And so he goes, we go the whole my whole crew of dudes, yeah. you know, boys, and we'd all take over the club and everyone. Where just was this in, at? in uh, Juarez. Juarez. Before across from El Paso, right? Yeah, across from yeah. El Paso. But now, man, Juarez was has been mm -hmm. known as the murder capital of the world, dude. Yeah, Reynosa's bad too. Yeah, I know it's bad. I've gone. I was there the weekend that they kidnapped that dude, Brian Kilroy. Yeah, uh, I was there. The weekend after they kidnapped him, because, um, yeah, I remember they kidnapped him. It was all over the news that mm -hmm. week, and then we were already going the next weekend of yeah. spring break. And I remember when we were in a big group of friends, and I was walking around going, all right, everyone look out, you know, because they had just snatched that dude off the street in a group yeah. of friends. They did that to my uncle. They snatched him, and they killed he him. Had a furniture, no, they, they had a furniture company, and they paid the ransom. They sent him back, but he was all beat up and shit. So they didn't like his furniture or what? I don't know. He crossed one day and then they kidnapped him. Said it and like it was like a couple of days. And how much did they have to pay to get him back? I don't. I don't know. Because uh, I've heard a few stories about that dude. That yeah. people they take you know and they think you got money. Uh, well, yeah, because he owned a furniture and they know he's coming from the United States and he drive his he car, nice car and he had and he had American license plates. So going to a furniture store, so it's like that's obviously <laughs> the owner and then. Yeah. After that, he closed the business and everything. But yeah. I remember going and eating as a little kid all the way till, all the way through high school. We'd go eat over there and well, shop and now it's even it was, in, even a little bit in college. But like right around oh five, everybody's 06, I think everybody's like, nah, I don't. Yeah, go over there. the cartel shit started happening. That's about the time that, that I was going. I remember, uh, um, I missed a double shooting probably like by you know a minute, dude. Yeah. We, you know, I'd stopped with some people to buy some beer, some of the yeah. patients, boyfriends and husbands. We went to get beer from this little fiesta right by the, the clinic that we had. And uh, when I went back around the corner and I pulled in, just like that quick, pulled yeah. in, the doctor was outside that owned the clinic and was saying, hey, don't go back out. They just killed someone at the fiesta. And I was like, dude, we just bought beer there. And, he said, and then cops started shooting by from all over. Jeez. And, uh, and their dodges. They said that... Uh, 
they shot it was two dudes they pulled up because everyone pulls up and they come running to the car mm-hmm. and they'll ask you if they, you want this and they'll just go get in like like poor people there mm-hmm. they'll run in and bring your beer for you mm-hmm. and you tip them or you just let them keep the change or whatever you mm-hmm. know and, or some people nah they go into the big selection of beer all over the walls in these places mm-hmm. and so one dude got down and went in and the other dude stayed in the car and they said some dude pulled up and just went and shot the dude in the car in the head and went inside and shot the other dude inside in the head and took off <laughs> we just missed hit. it dude yeah oh yeah they're all hits dude yeah they're all yeah we just missed it dude Oof. yeah it, 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 my dad did business there. He still does business there, man. I saw I saw uh, a dead... I remember when I was seven, eight years old, we were going to Mexico. You saw someone die? Saw someone dead. Just on the side of the street? No, in the river. In the river, going crossing on the bridge. And he had a bag tied to his ankle. And he had underwear on. And there were some kids down there. Like, oh, like he died cr- trying to cross yeah, the river? Yeah, yeah, he drowned. He had just drowned? I guess so. I just I just saw I remember seeing a body. Uh, what were y'all doing? Y'all were trying to cross oh, it too? No, we were driving across to go eat. And like I looked down. Oh, y'all were just there and you just saw I looked a, down, I go, look. And he's he looked he looked like he drowned. He was just like laying there and my I remember my aunt my aunt going like that, covering my eyes. Oh really? Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that was <laughs> fuck. I was like seven or eight. And you remember that shit? Remember that shit. That's like one of the earliest this, memories? No, this is the first memory. This car right here. It was a fan like that right there. The oscillating fan, but there was metal. And oh, it yeah. didn't have a cover. Oh, fuck yeah. The regular and Mexican household fan to yeah, teach exactly. kids a lesson. Exactly. So I, I remember pressing the button because I was mad. I was like, turn up the AC or turn up the fan. Turn up the fan. I kept telling my cousins they were arguing in the bathroom because they just fought and each other. On you, didn't and I, yeah, I hit it and it rocked back. Yeah, I was going to say. It I hit me. It. And that's the scar on my eyebrow and it went under my eye. I closed my eye like that. I don't know if it went twice. I just remember it hitting me. Well, you got two scars. You got this one and that one. No, no, no. It connected. It, this was, well, it was four. So this scar right here. Oh, you it was grew like, on your forehead? Yeah. Yeah, my boy grew <laughs> five years. Oh, I'm, I'm 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 four years old, and so it was it went like all the way around, and so it was like a flap of skin just went off like that. Damn, right? my face dad, off. My dad said when yeah, my dad said when you he almost he went in there. VIP, huh? That was my dad's birthday. This is my dad's birthday, by the way. And how old were you when this happened? Four, four, four. and it was swung open. You could see my skull. He said, and so uh, like it was like my face like flopped open, like. You know what I mean? And so does he think and like you're like the retarded kid after that injury, and that's why he doesn't he, really like I, you that he much? Went, he grew, went and grabbed the fan that <laughs> night, and he beat it up with a bat when he was drunk. Did he? Yeah, that's what my mom said, that he went and just beat up a fan with a bat. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. He was, like, he was like 29, I think, when it happened, or maybe 30th birthday. Chris, they're, they're, have you ever wanted to beat up a fan? Okay, well. Yeah, so like, oh, I mean, it just cut his son open, but that's the very first. Me- I remember I I went back and I was like, and then it just like a sea of warm liquid just came down my face, and that's what scared me. I didn't feel that right away. I you felt, sure you weren't in a Bukaki video? And, and then and then they rushed me to my my cousin picked me up, rushed me to my aunt, and then my aunt grabbed a bunch of paper t- uh, not paper towels towels from the kitchen 
And I remember her holding it like it's hard. I remember her wanting to stop. And they put me in a straight jacket when I got there. And that that my dad saw me, said, I saw your skull, and that you were like a ghost. You were like... And you that was four years old, and that's your first that memory? Very first memory. I remember being in a straight jacket. I remember them putting a the shot in. I remember them sewing me up. <laughs> a straight jacket? Are you sure? Maybe they just had you in something. No, it was a straight jacket. I remember they even told me it was a straight jacket. I remember really? them holding me down and tying me up. Because you kept trying to pull... Yeah, because they couldn't face. put me out for some reason. You were on drugs? No, they couldn't give me... They just... No, you were on drugs. Local, That's why they couldn't do oh, anything. No. Oh, four. You're a bad kid. Yeah, probably, and then so dude. they put they put the shot they put shots and I remember that and that hurt like a motherfucker, and then just up it was twenty two stitches all the way across and then butterfly on right here and under. That's a badass story. See that that scar? Did yeah. You, can you see that scar I have right here? On my head? Uh, no. There's one in there somewhere. Oh yeah. There's a big bald spot. It was in a scar in there. Yeah. Playing Nerf basketball in the house, dude, and no. my brother swung me. And I landed on the on the bed and then into the windowsill and the sharp windowsill corner, bam, oh. right in uh, my head. Oh, I got up and then blood like just swooped down, down, down face. my face. Yeah, <laughs> and I was little. I don't know how old I was, but I remember I was little at the time. And I remember them rushing me to the hospital uh. and fucking bed. Like it was like a blur of everyone in the car. I remember my my uncle was at the house when it happened. My dad must have been like in. His, 20 or late 20s early 30s and and then i remember being at the hospital and then telling me shut up look at her she's not uh, crying wow. and there was a girl a little girl that was next to me sitting on her parents lap and her hand was ripped off and just hanging on by like the meat by her pinky uh, from here and all her hand was ripped off and she was there like she this. was shocked. And she was just quiet. Yeah, probably now. Now think about it. And they said the Dober some Dobermans that their neighbors had had got loose and grabbed her hand and it just ripped I, her hand off. Uh, and she just was quiet, dude. And I was just like, oh shit. I saw that and I shut up. <clears throat> I remember just looking at it and I was like, mm. but it still continued hurting like a <laughs> motherfucker. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was that's what I remember. It was a I walked into an AC unit in the fucking little thing this is, this is like like the little people the little people was like 22 and i was like oh that fucking hurt i was like oh that hurt and i looked at my hand i was like there's blood and then blood ran down my face i was like fuck stitches no nah, but it was deep it was deep i just remember putting a bunch of towels and be like i'll be fine i never went against stitches though oh no i know dude when i started skating dude i, f I found uh discovered duct tape and did uh that's you would duct tape your yeah wow i um i got stabbed one time this dude chased me like fucking three blocks, dude. I was running. I was drunk, too. And I was wearing boots. And this yeah. fucker was wearing sweats and pants. I mean, and, and uh, sweats and uh, what's it called? Uh, tennis shoes. And I'm wearing pants and boots. And this dude chased me with a big old knife. He waved it at me. <clears throat> he swung at me with the knife running. At it, and I broke running. And he chased me for a good while, dude, until uh, I he caught the back of my arm while I was running. My elbow right mm -hmm. here. So mm. It cut the back of my elbow, didn't it? Cut it to the bone, dude. And I didn't, I felt it. I thought he punched me. And I was like running Your out of breath. Your adrenaline was pumping. Yeah, and I was running out and I was drunk. Yeah. And I was running out of breath and I was like, oh shit. I ran all the way from up the street onto the access road and then onto the highway, dude. Wow. And I was tired. I got tired and was like, oh shit, I'm going to have to turn around and fight this dude and this knife. And I turned around and luckily, I guess he got tired too and was running back down into the apartment complex. And uh, 
So I walked up the street, man, in my arm. I looked down because I felt something wet on me. Yeah, and I was then you could see the bone sticking out and Ugh. shit, and it was all the way there, but it didn't hurt. And I was like, you Fuck. can see the bone sticking yeah, out? Yeah, because it's right there. It's right there on that bone, dude. I can oh. see that bone right there, dude. It was right Freak on Freak you it. out? Nah. Not really, because it didn't hurt. Yeah. And so I was just like, fuck. And, and then uh, um, there was a security guard, and I called him, in, and he called a cop, and the cops accused me of breaking into this fucking car at the apartment's next door. Wow. And then I probably got caught by the owner of the car, and that's who stabbed me. And we're going to find... No, no, that I probably got caught cut by the glass breaking into the car, and that they're going to find my blood in that car. Yeah. All this shit they started telling me. And, and then I threw up on the cop's boots, and that really pissed him off. Yeah. And then uh, they they uh, took me home, and they said that they were going to run, that they found blood in the car, and that they were going to run tests on it. When How old matched my blood, they were going to come get me. How old were you? 19. I think I was like oh. 19. And then they went, what they did is they went and banged on my front door at like 3.30 in the morning, and my little brother, who's a cop now, yeah. and was ROTC back then, he opened the door, and... He's always like, what? And, and they're like, you know this guy? And he's like, yeah, that's my brother. And they're like, he lives here? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, go call your father. We need to talk to your your dad. And I was behind the cop going, you know, like, yeah. to give him the new, don't call yeah. him. He goes, well, my dad's asleep. And he goes, we better go wake him up or he's going to jail. And I was like, go get him, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> and so he went and got my dad and they told him this big story, how I was the main suspect in the burglary of this yeah. vehicle and that they were going to test uh, uh, the blood, for yeah. blood and they were going to match it later and they were probably going to come back and get me and wah, 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 and told him all this bullshit. I knew yeah. it was bullshit because they were going to find shit. It wasn't me. Yeah. And so... Uh, then um, they just fucking split and left me there. My dad lectured me, and he didn't. He to this day he thinks that uh, that Did I you? was breaking into a car and the owner caught so me breaking he, into. So he believes the, the cops. Well, no, not yeah. He believes he believes that I did something like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the way it started. Was me and my stupid ass neighbor from across the street um, was like, hey man. Uh, Let's go to, you know, there's a party. There was supposed to be a party. My stupid ass didn't get the the directions. Right. But there was supposed to be a party at those apartments right at Rolling Ridge. And my neighbor was like, hey, let's go to that party. Or let's, you know what's going on? There's supposed to be a party. Well, let's go. I'll, I'll take you. Let's go. I'll drive. And so we go over there. And I don't know what apartment it is. Yeah. So I said, well, let me look for my buddy's car. Drive around the complex and I'll find his car. And then I'll, I'll know. It's got to be right around there somewhere. <coughs> so as he goes... uh he drops me off. I go, maybe it's in the middle. Drop me off. And I go walking through and I'll meet you right back here. And he drive. He goes, I'll drive around and see if I hear, you know, see people coming out of somewhere. So he drives around and I'm walking. I walk around the complex and there's some dude and a girl arguing outside of a car. Um, well, the girl was sitting in the car and he was outside of the car. Yeah. And there, she's crying and he was rah, rah, telling her something. And she looked up at me and then he looked up at me and then he was like, you know him? And she was like, no. And he was like, what are you looking at? And I was like, I don't know. And then here he comes. And he just came up and was like, what the fuck, dude? And there we go. We just threw a few. Pop, 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 real quick. Yeah. Mixed it up. And then he ran to the car like he was going to get something. So I just took off running down the complex. Yeah. Um, let me just find my friend's car. So you, car. Had, you had a head start on this dude. Yeah. So, no, I took off. 
and I went, there was a fence, and I stopped by the fence, and I, I was drunk. Like I said, I was drunk already, okay, yeah, yeah. so I stopped by the fence because I really didn't want to be running. Yeah. And so I stopped by the fence, and I was like, I'm going to see my friend drive around the complex, and I'll stop him. So I'm waiting there by the fence, and as I'm waiting, and my friend's not coming, I'm waiting, I hear footsteps, and I'm like, I hear footsteps, and I didn't know where they were coming from, but I could hear someone was running. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that dude just popped out from the other side of the fence, wham, with a knife in his hand. Hey, motherfucker. And he swung it at me a couple of times. And I had picked up a rock thinking, ah, if that dude comes, I hit him with a rock. Yeah. And what, if he had, what if he had a gun, though? He would have shot me then. Yeah. You know, fuck, I don't Damn. know. And I didn't. No, but I didn't. put down this rock and no, you put down that either gun. Either way, I was waiting for my friend to drive back around and I was going to jump in with the car. And so he gets stabbed and too. Yeah. And so, no, no, yeah, I was like, <laughs> take off. He's got, I didn't know. So, fucking, and when I, I can't, I, the dude jumped out with the knife and so i was like oh shit and i took off running yeah and he's right on right behind me like right on me oh. and so i have this i have this rock so i'm like i'm gonna t- turn Chunk around and try to make hit time him. yeah I, well, I spun around like i was running i spun around and i missed him stumbled he popped the, my elbow with, with knife. the knife bam and i luckily i didn't fall fall and i yeah. boom, and I'm, I'm fast dude and back then i was faster and i broke running again and he was trying to catch me, and that's when I ran to the access road, and I ran up onto the highway because he had, you know, he popped me. I knew I saw the knife, yeah. and you know, and then I was like, "Oh shit, I can't run anymore." And so I'm like, "I'm gonna have to fight this dude." And I turned around, and he was running back down into the apartment, and I was like, "Woo!" You know, <sighs> that was stabbed. I didn't get stabbed. I broke my arm. It was like this. Like fucking the gayness, whole, right, That's where the gayness that, came from. Yeah, yeah, it, it was like this. It was like this. how did it give you a list? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was, but it right here in the middle, right my, my forearm, like the bone almost poked through. They mm-hmm. said it was uh, what is it? A compound fracture. Yeah, yeah. And so those are fucking. It, it was horrible. like he, like you was like you, oh yeah, both of them just shattered, and I felt it because we we're playing football, sixth grade, playing football, and I'm running. Oh, don't say that because my girlfriend's son is playing football. And I, 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 well, this is in a, this is uh lunchtime. Oh, he plays at lunchtime too. <laughs> so I, 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 I catch the ball on the punt return, start running back. One guy tackles me, oh, another me guy tackles me. So it's like, and so it's two dudes on me, but there's like, it's the ball uh, the, is pinned under me. And then there's like a little ditch. That's how most shit happens. Huh? And so. He stepped on you. And so, no, and then everybody decided to pile oh, on me. And I go, get off, get off, get off. It's going to break. It's going to break. And because I felt the tension in my arm. And when the last dude awesome. jumped on me, whack, popped. Everybody heard it. They got off. They're like, get off, 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 off. And I was like, I think I broke it. And I sit up and I pick up my arm and it's like it's bent all, in it's half. All gay. <laughs> yeah, do it that. It's bent in half. And I remember going up to the one of the teachers out there and I go, hey, I think I broke my arm. He looked at it and went, oh, go to the nurse, go to the nurse. And I remember turning around and, going, and I went to the nurse and this fuck, this bitch goes, pop it back in place. No, says, Go sit over there. I'll get you an ice pack. I'm dealing with some girl got hit in the face with a soccer ball. She had uh, a black eye, but I'm obviously it's broken. My aunt gets there because I call my aunt. They're like, it might be broken, and I go, and I start crying when I see her, and I go, ooh, and I pick up my arm. She's like, might be. I remember her saying that, and then my dad was pissed off. So you have a rod was, in your arm? Huh? No, no, no. Uh, they they held like my pinky and my thumb, and whack, like put it back in place, and I had to wear a cast for twelve weeks. Cause I'm an idiot. I kept playing football, so I did during lunch. I'd be playing with a cast and blocking and shit, and it kept fucking with. It. That's why my arm. Look, I can't. It it rocks. It's like a. Oh, it's got a bow to it. Yeah. That's awesome. 
It's kind of weird. And then right there too, there's a divot. There's a dude in in uh, that works at a tattoo shop that I know in Corpus. He's a skater dude, and he said he fell skating a skate park in the bowl, and he fell back and broke his arm. Yeah, like that. Like um, I don't know if he said it was a compound fracture or not, but they put still a steel rod in his yeah. arm right there. So he fell again skating. He was showing me he fell again skating. His rod popped out. No, it put a U-shaped bend in the in his arm, and his arm has a big old Did dent it. in it. No, it, it's in the top. It's like I don't know what. Like and it yeah. has this big old bend in it. He goes, look, that's how my arm stays now because of that that steel Whoa. bend. And he goes, all they're gonna do is either put another straight one in there, and I have to have the surgery. So I'm just I don't know. It doesn't hurt. He's like, yeah, so. But and it's a story. So, like, I bent my arm because there's a steel rod in it. Yeah. I wonder if that would make him punch harder. You know what well, I mean? That was an issue about uh, Anderson Silva when he broke his leg kicking that dude. Yeah. Um, then he, they put a steel rod in his leg that when he comes back, that he's kicking people still because he's with that leg. Yeah. And now it's got a steel rod in it. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to fuck you yeah, up. With my, like, I'm a superhero That's now. like that that movie where that dude put the machine gun. Who was it? The girl, put, gun. the girl put the machine gun on oh, the yeah. end of her leg. Yeah. What movie? What stupid movie was Tang that? Tang Girl. That was that was, was it Tang Girl. Is it Tang Girl? I'm gonna. I don't know. No, that's not. That's with Pamela Anderson, dude. Tank Girl's not Pamela Anderson, is it? What's that movie? No, where it, that's it that girl from uh, the Adams Family that was with uh, no. Marilyn Manson. That, that. Oh yeah. What's her name? Um, and she was also the girlfriend of uh, Charlize Theron in that movie Monster. That's what I was thinking. It's not Tang Girl. Would it be? No, um, Christina Ricci. Yeah, that's uh, um, she. It was a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, and she's got that gun on her on her leg, and she's she's stupid. Yeah, I've seen. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with this, but that, but you were saying. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, I felt it break the tension, and I was like, get off! And then ah, I remember the. You know what this dude told loud me? Loud fucking in, pop in prison. This dude told me that he was so addicted to pills. Yeah, that he. When he dug a, a dip in some dirt out in there out in the country where he yeah. lived, he dug a dip out in it and he got in his truck and drove it real real slow and then he left it in drive and jumped out of the driver's seat and ran over to that dip and laid his arm down right there for the truck to just go to spread, break his arm. To break his arm so he can go get Did a his prescription arm? of pills. No, he said it didn't break his arm because it just hurt like shit. He <laughs> 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 didn't break his arm. I but didn't. I didn't know that. That's because uh, my back injury. Uh, I I went. I I went, remember going to the doctor, and oh no, I, I got an appointment for the doctor, right? Because my back was killing me, and they're like, it's gonna take two weeks. I was like, oh my god, I don't have fucking two weeks. So I went to the Texas Med Clinic, and I went in there. I was like, listen, my back is killing me. If you can just give me something for my back, and they're like, what? I was like, I got back problems. I had a prescription for I don't have it now. Can you just please give me a prescription for that? And they're like, uh, who's your doctor? And I was like, it's like, yeah, give him a call. And he called me immediately. He's like, come to my office. I was like, all right. He's like, don't ever go to a, a, a med clinic or any other doctor asking for pills. You look like you're an addict. And I was just like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I was like, I will right now I, re I really need him. And he knows me, and he's offered to give me at the time. He got you hooked? No, no, no. I got. I was hooked on it. Was he the guy getting you VIP at the club, dude? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kept. It's I kept all making sense now. Like, I don't. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go back to. This <laughs> I just remember. What, <laughs> and so that's how I got in for twenty bucks. Yeah, that's right. I didn't no, have no. to pay the twenty bucks every when time. When I, I first hurt my back, because I had a the lat the bottom disc the L five S one shattered. 
they I had two prescriptions for two different doctors, and they gave it like fucking candy. It was Viking Watsons, yeah. the real addictive shit, right? And this was from like. 08 to 2000 and yeah weren't you hooked on 10, pills 2000 you were hooked years. on pills for a while right two years big time like I to hit me harder I'd get like three or four of them and I'd crush it up and you snort them no no stick them in your butt stick in my butt no I uh, I put them in <laughs> I'd put them in uh, uh water I take it like BC powder you know what I mean that aspirin you drink them yeah I just drink it like that <clears throat> like dissolve them in water real quick and drink them no I you'd crush them up. Uh, that's called a parachute, and so I I do it like that, and that was my. And break. doing what? Just crushing them up and putting. I crush water, it up. Parachuting them. Uh, yeah, and so I crush it up because I didn't want to. I don't know why. I should have just taken the. Oh, so it can hit me harder. So, yeah, so it hit, hit me harder, and there's this big ones, Watsons, and I had like 120 pills a month, so I'm taking like eight, twelve a day, you know, and you're only supposed to, max is eight, but like a 12, they 12. snatch your soul, don't they? Uh, no, I got balanced out because I was taking Adderall. Oh, badass. So, I know, my bad. I was thinking yeah, you were doing yeah, some yeah. bad shit. Oh, that's yeah, fucking Adderall. awesome. Man. I'm happy for you, Josh. Now, this was not. <laughs>